This is Sarah Lemon, author of The Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced in the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. Find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. My latest food section column was all about life giving me lemons, literally. And I made it clear almost immediately, I did not make lemonade, (laughs) as some readers may have guessed. I made some desserts, a very lemon loaf, a glazed quick bread, baked in a specialty loaf pan embossed with lemons. I also made a Meyer lemon souffle that was just absolutely delicious and not a difficult project on a Sunday afternoon. I only wish I'd had some guests that I could share them with because I think I ate three of these souffles myself, but they are light, as I reiterated in the column, delicious and ultra, ultra lemony. So good. It's still the season for specialty citrus, including Meyer lemon, which is actually a hybrid between a mandarin orange, most likely, and a commonplace lemon variety that was introduced into the country from China around early 1900s. And of course, quickly spread across California in particular, where people grow them in patio pots in their yards. And I shared a story of some friends I know who make an annual pilgrimage to Chico, California to glean citrus from trees that it's pretty clear have way more fruits than the people living in the residence or in the vicinity plan to use. So my friends come home with all kinds of oranges, grapefruits, lemons, and Meyer lemons in particular were the variety that I focused on for this column and these recipes, which you can find in the Mail Tribune's March 9th edition, the e-edition or online, under the headline, When Life Gives You Lemons. I wanted to share in this podcast a recipe that was a little too long for the print edition, at least if I wanted to offer more than one recipe. But podcasts, I think, are a great alternate format, and it's one I've gravitated to over the years when I can share in an episode one single recipe that's a little bit more involved, but that I think might pique people's interest enough to go find this episode on the Mail Tribune's website after reading a column so they can explore this topic even more. In this case, of course, that's Meyer lemons. And this cheesecake recipe was actually written for the Instant Pot or another similar multi-cooker. So for all those fans of this particular appliance, this podcast is for you. I think it's the very first time I've ever focused on a recipe specifically for the Instant Pot. And it was actually posted to my blog back in October 2018. Under the headline, multi-cookers can bake, in quotation marks, custard-like desserts. Every one of us who's used an Instant Pot realizes, I think, that there are some things that this appliance is better suited to than others. I mean, some people are devotees and they use it for everything. I am not one of those people. I have very specific uses for it. And among them, the Instant Pot gets really great reviews for cooking desserts that need some moisture involved that a hot water bath in the 
conventional oven would be the method for producing the dessert. The Instant Pot, of course, keeps moisture sealed in, and it does produce really delicious custards and cheesecake-like desserts. This one, Meyer Lemon Ricotta Cheesecake, is from the Essential Instant Pot Cookbook by Coco Morante. And again, it was published to my blog October 2018, so that can be found in the archives of my blog at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And the easiest way to find it is to select from the archives drop down menu on the right hand side of the page. Select October 2018 and page most of the way down because they're published in reverse order to this recipe from October 9th under the headline multi cookers can bake custard like desserts. Now, if you've never used your multi-cooker to bake something, there is a school of thought that using a separate seal that is for the lid is the way to go. Because if you cook primarily savory items, you can transfer flavors. The flavor of soup stock or the flavor of a beef pot roast to your dessert, not desirable. So if you have separate seals for the lid, and you keep one for sweet things, one for savory things. That's generally considered the preferred method to go about this. Meyer Lemon Ricotta Cheesecake also calls for a standard springform pan, a seven inch by three inch. You're going to use that for the cake, and that's going to fit right down inside of the Instant Pot. You're not going to assemble this in the Instant Pot insert. It starts by preparing the pan and then using a strip of aluminum foil to lay underneath so you can lift this cake pan out of the Instant Pot and lower it back down in. So bear that in mind. Meyer Lemon Ricotta Cheesecake also calls for seven graham cracker sheets, a quarter cup sliced almonds, two tablespoons unsalted butter, and that's melted, a quarter teaspoon almond extract, one 15 ounce container of ricotta cheese, a half cup organic cane sugar. You can use non-organic, but that just happens to be this recipe author's preference. Two teaspoons all-purpose flour, three large eggs, a half teaspoon vanilla extract, the finely grated zest of one Meyer lemon, a quarter cup heavy cream, lemon curd as needed, that's commercially prepared, and that's sort of for finishing the cheesecake, as well as confectioner's sugar as needed, and again, that's to finish this dessert. Start Meyer Lemon Ricotta Cheesecake by lining the base of that springform pan, seven inches by three inches, with an eight inch round of parchment paper. So you can put the pan over your sheet of parchment paper, trace around it, and cut this circle. Secure the collar on the springform pan, closing it onto the base so that round piece of parchment paper is clamped in. You want that secure. And then lightly grease the sides of the pan with butter or nonstick cooking spray. To make the crust, you're gonna use a food processor. Put the graham crackers into the bowl of the food processor, those seven graham cracker sheets, along with the quarter cup sliced almonds, and process that into fine crumbs. It should yield about three quarter cup. Add the two tablespoons unsalted melted butter, along with the quarter teaspoon almond extract. And using just one second pulses, quick, little beats, 
process the mixture until it resembles coarse sand. Transfer that crumb mixture to the prepared pan and press it firmly into an even layer on the bottom of that parchment paper and a half inch up the sides of the pan. Place the pan in the freezer to allow the crust to firm up a bit while you're making the filling. So you wanna wipe out the food processor bowl well or rinse it out and dry it. You don't want the residue from the crumbs with your cheese filling. But using your food processor bowl, combine all of the filling ingredients. And that's the 15 ounce container ricotta cheese, the half cup cane sugar, the two teaspoons all-purpose flour, the three large eggs, the half teaspoon vanilla extract, the finely grated zest of the Meyer lemon, and the quarter cup heavy cream. Process that for about two minutes until the filling is well blended and smooth, stopping to scrape down the sides of the food processor bowl halfway through blending if needed. Pour that filling into the prepared crust, take it out of the freezer first, and when you've added the filling, tap the pan firmly against the countertop a few times to remove any air bubbles in the filling. Fold a 20-inch long sheet of aluminum foil in half lengthwise twice to create a 3-inch wide strip. Center it underneath the pan to act as a sling for lifting the pan in and out of the Instant Pot. Pour one and a half cups water into your Instant Pot insert and place the trivet, that little metal grate that comes with the machine, down into the pot insert. This is all before you add the springform pan with the cheesecake ingredients. Holding the ends of the foil sling, lift the cake pan carefully and gently and lower it into the Instant Pot with the water and the trivet. Fold the ends of the sling over so they fit inside the pot. You don't want it interfering with the lid, obviously, because that's got a seal. Then secure the lid and set the pressure release to sealing. That's the little toggle button on the top of the lid. Select the manual setting and set the cooking time for 35 minutes at high pressure. Now, depending on what model of Instant Pot you have, of course, this may be the plus or minus buttons. The models have changed a little bit over the years since the development of the Instant Pot, but you do want manual setting, not one of the presets, 35 minutes and high pressure. After it's done cooking, let the pressure release naturally, which will take about 15 minutes. Again, people who use the Instant Pot know that you can sort of trigger the pressure release early and a big jet of steam comes out. But that's not ideal for this recipe in particular. You shouldn't need to rush this cake anyway because it does take some time to cool and set up. Once the pressure's released on your Instant Pot, open it and try to remove that lid quickly without dripping the condensation on the lid onto the cheesecake. And then you're gonna need heat resistant mitts for this or pot holders. Grab the ends of that foil sling, unfold them so you can grip them tightly and lift the springform pan carefully out of the Instant Pot and transfer the cheesecake still in the pan to a cooling rack. Use a paper towel to dab up any moisture that may have settled on top if you see that. 
And the cake will be puffed up and will still jiggle a little bit in the center when it comes out of the pot, but it'll set up as it cools. So you want to let it cool still in the pan with its collar on a rack for one hour. Cover and refrigerate the cheesecake for at least 12 hours or up to 24 hours before unmolding for best results. Then when you're ready to serve, unclasp the collar on the springform pan and lift it off. Then use the parchment border to sort of tug the cheesecake off the base, the metal base of the pan, so you can serve it on a plate where it looks nice and can be sliced easily. Just before serving, top the cheesecake with a quarter inch thick layer of lemon curd and then dust the lemon curd with some confectioner's sugar just through a fine mesh sieve or if you have a shaker for that. And that makes eight servings of Meyer Lemon Ricotta Cheesecake from the Essential Instant Pot Cookbook by Coco Morante. This recipe could also be prepared in a conventional oven as well. If you place your springform pan on a baking sheet, that's ideal. Most people know that or over another baking sheet in the oven. Don't let not having an instant pot convince you that you can't make this recipe, but you will have to gauge the doneness of the cheesecake and how much it wiggles in the center for baking it in a conventional oven. Allow the cheesecake to cool, and this is kind of a baker's trick, one of the few baker's tricks I've picked up over the years, by shutting off the oven, cracking the oven door, and letting it cool down naturally, just passively to prevent the top of the cheesecake from cracking. And of course, another cook's trick is to wrap the entire springform pan well in aluminum foil so that crack between the collar and the base is completely covered and sealed and then bake it in a water bath in another pan inside the oven at 350 degrees is a standard temperature for most cheesecakes. Find more delicious Meyer lemon recipes with my latest food section column in the March 9th edition of the Mail Tribune under the headline, When Life Gives You Lemons, and more delicious seasonal recipes and healthy family meals on my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.